Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the space. <laughs> I tried to be cool. I'm not cool enough to sing that. <laughs> it takes a certain type of person, don't worry about. Yeah, no, that is true. But uh, we're about to jam. Uh, this is Make It A Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. So Katie, what's up? Tell us everything. What's new? What's going on? So I went back to my personal trainer this evening. Oh, yeah. Um, Like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. So I am literally in the door and he would kill me if he got the message I sent Evan. But I'm going to air it out with the podcast anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I just text Evan when I got in and I was like, I'm just eating a bag of Wattits and then I'll be on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like they're already fitting my uh, plan for the day like so it's grand I just was gonna have them a bit I was gonna have them after the podcast mm. but I didn't have time to make my omelette that I wanted to eat after the gym so I was like oh, I'll just have the watch it's now and I'll have the omelette and my yogurt after we record but uh it was just very funny I think I just got straight in from the gym and was like I'm just having watch it and then I'll be on but my body needs carbohydrates to reheal yeah. itself yeah um so yeah for people who don't know I fell in love with fitness through the pandemic and then decided to become a personal trainer and while on that journey fell into the career I'm in now which has nothing to do with fitness and then I fell out of not out of love with fitness but I just put it on the back burner and now I really regret putting it on the back burner but we're back at it and it's gonna be a fun journey I'm I'm ready to get back on okay well that's a good that's a good time well well done i'm happy for you thank you um my lungs aren't very happy at the moment but come back to me in four weeks i'm sure they'll be <laughs> how are you doing i'm good i'm tired i had a really fun weekend mm-hmm. um so I remember last week i talked about going to the twilight marathon honestly the most fun day ever it's okay <laughs> Sorry, the bottle was stuck on my tongue and I didn't want to make a big horrible noise on the microphone <laughs> um, yeah no on, like I will say it actually looked fun it was really fun I know I um, I still would have hated every second of just <laughs> being in the cinema for that long but it did like I saw like you, you showed me a bit of the atmosphere and it did look very fun and it was Leanne that you went to it wasn't it it was Leanne yeah yeah, you and Leanne looked like had a great time, and uh, I was just making sure I got the name right because you know what I'm like with names; I just make up names. Um, but yeah, no, it did. It looked like a ball, but uh, yeah, definitely again a certain type of crowd. Yeah, because it was the same screen. Me and Susie saw the Eras tour film, and I remember Susie being like, "This crowd is not a vibe." And then I showed her, I sent her the video of us at the Twilight Marathon singing "A Thousand Years" at the end of Breaking Down Part Two, and then she was like, "Oh, that's the vibe we needed." Yeah, it is. Now it is the vibe that you needed, definitely. <laughs> it was really fun. It, I didn't. I was like, Jesus Christ! Now time flies, and you're having fun. I thought we were going to be exhausted by the end of it. We weren't. We were all just, we we're just buzzing the whole time. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, God, what a fun day. And it was one guy's first time actually watching the Twilight movie. Yeah, you told me that actually you were speaking to me, obviously on an interval, was it? So, um, yeah, I'll just explain the story. So it was during Breaking Down Part 2, I got up to his bathroom and this guy was walking out just ahead of me. And so he held the door open. I was like, thanks. And then he was like, man, these films are mad. 
And I was like, yeah, no, they are. But I absolutely love them. And then he was like, oh, this is my first time watching them. I was like, this is your first time watching these Twilight, all five movies in a cinema for 12 hours. And we're all screaming at the screen and cheering. That's what you wanted for me. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, true. You didn't know that was going to happen. But like, imagine that wasn't happening and these were all just sitting there in silence for like, 12 hours then we would have had the tiredness but yeah no <laughs> that's good but like and then at the end he finished up and then we were walking out around into him at the end we were walking up the stairs i was like so how was your first time watching twilight he literally goes man nothing happens <laughs> <laughs> and i was like excuse you everything happens <laughs> it wasn't written with a storyline it was written to make money like not books, the movies. They were directed to make. Hey, that's that is so dumb. The movies what? are based off books, you idiots. No, I mean the books have substance, and the movies don't. You excuse me. Do never call me an idiot ever again. Don't don't say dumb shit then. What? Don't I wasn't dumb. dumb. I meant like dumb. the books definitely like from people that I have read the books and seen the movies have told me that the books have more context than the movie does because in what I'm trying to say is the movie was produced for teenagers because it was just showing young men with their tops off sparkling in forests and all this <laughs> whereas the books actually had substance and stories to them and then the directors took that and went grand we'll make loads of money off this because we'll put young fit men and women into this movie and that's what they done that's what I meant. So I have. <laughs> I'm a very intelligent woman. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. You you said it. You said it. I just. You know what I meant, and I backed up what I meant. <laughs> you and know it what you meant. Sense now. Yeah, of course I knew what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's a dumb concept. I'm not here for it. So. Shut up. No, it's genius. <laughs> well. Says the girl who's not read any of the books or seen any of the movies. No, but uh, I, I'm friends with enough people who have. I don't need to anymore. Right. Well, wait till we do the Twilight Saga on this podcast. <laughs> I refuse. Don't refuse. I'll send Jody in my place. Right, you have a better you... conversation. You'll have a better conversation. That's fair. We'll, we'll get a guest on. You can just sit there. Fair. Okay. <laughs> you still need to watch them, though. Oh, heaven. Okay. I'm not saying it's anytime soon. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh I know, I know, I know, I know. You are difficult every week, I swear. <laughs> I've been difficult for the past 16 years or something. <laughs> <laughs> just 16. <laughs> I don't know. I just like fully overshot our friendship. Mm. It's close enough. Yeah, yeah, well. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on and get into some uh, pop news. <laughs> so, uh, Millicent Robert Brown, uh, or Millie Bobby Brown, as the general public will know her, uh, has been very busy over the over the last few years with Stranger Things, uh, writing a book, you know, all these all these different things that she's doing. Whatever, who knows? Um, but it looks like she's uh, continuing in another big franchise. Enola Holmes 3 is in the works at Netflix. Hmm. I haven't seen the second one. I don't think I've seen the second one. And if I have, I cannot remember. Hmm. 
I like the first one though. The first one was very good. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll have to ask Kevin if I've watched the second one. <laughs> I can't remember now, but uh, maybe maybe if I haven't, I'll watch the second and the third one together when it comes out. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I do. I actually like like stuff like that. It is really good. So I'm glad for Millie because season five of Stranger Things is coming out soon as well. So. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So we're gonna move on then. Um. So the video went viral this year of what what she was known as crazy plane lady. Um. You know, on the plane screaming, that motherfucker back there is not real. You might have heard it all over TikTok. Yeah. She has finally addressed the conspiracy theories surrounding her viral outbursts on the Part of My Take podcast. She said, I did not see anything. I got in a bit of an altercation. It spiraled out of control. It was not my best moment. Absolutely mortifying. That motherfucker is not real is an expression of speech. Daily Mail was making me look like, uh, look batshit. And I did look absolutely crazy. But I was just in my feels. Uh, there was just a really bad energy. Yeah, I remember when that like force broke out and everyone was like, there was a lizard person on the plane. I'm like, where do people come up with this stuff? <laughs> like, on if I was on that plane and she had have said that, I would have been that person is not being real, like as in like yeah. truthful. Yeah. Um, I suppose that's Americans for you, isn't it? Oh, you can't say that now. Like most of them. No, Katie, come on. They're the one that created lizard people and all this. No, okay, no. They did, they created a conspiracy. Katie, no, you can't say things like that. It is, I, I believe. I don't no. think that. You can believe what you like, is there a... Exactly. And so can the Americans that believe lizard people exist. How would you fuck off, Katie? Be nice. I am being nice. That is not, no, what you said was not nice. Ah, uh, people say stuff. All the time about the Irish. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying. You know what you're not doing? You're not being real. I am being real because <laughs> I'm standing by what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm being the most real because I'm not taking it back. I believe it. <laughs> I just need to find the Americans on that plane then that created all the conspiracies. How about that? They didn't create conspiracies. They just filmed it. And then, and then it circulated majority around America forced because like it always comes from origin place and obviously was America and then they were all saying that she was she saw like lizard people she saw people were saying there was terrorists on the plane people were saying all this stuff and in the end she just had a fight with her friend that's all that's all it was <laughs> and I, I just feel like if some other people were on the plane they would have just taken it for what it was Okay. I mean, like, she's obviously not in the right state of mind and she's having a fight with someone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, I'm going to move on uh, swiftly. <laughs> You're staring at me like I have six heads. What's up? I'm not. Yeah. I'm waiting. Okay. Well, just a final headline then. So, uh, The Simpsons is, uh, is known for many, many things. Uh, uh, over its 30 plus season run um, many different uh, running gags they have such as Sideshow Bob stepping on rakes um, I Carumba all these different things however it looks like one running gag has come to an end The Simpsons seemingly confirm 
that they have retired their long-running gag of Homer strangling Bart in their latest episode. He, uh, Homer says to Marge, See, Marge, strangling the boy paid off. Just kidding, I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. Mm. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they've de- they've definitely adapted with the times, with no, like the blue ring on and everything. Yeah, no, they definitely have like, and it's it's probably nice that like, like he said that, and like I'm sure some people will be grateful that like they're trying to like rectify that and stuff. But like in my mind, like watching it as a child and even as an adult, like you know when you watch something that you'd watch when you were a child and you go, oh, that's not okay. Yeah. I still never thought that about the Homer strangling bar thing because, like, mainly I think it was just because I it was a cartoon and it, it was like unrelated in my mind. Mm-hmm. Because and also because of the two characters that they are, like, it just makes sense that Homer would do something like that and that Bart would get punished in that way yeah, because yeah. he was a brat. Like, so, like, I don't know how. But like, yeah, it's nice that the times are changing, but I also don't think that like they needed to i don't think they needed to either yeah like they didn't need to do it like it's nice they did and, and whatever but i i don't think it needed to happen i think they just could have phased it out without saying anything really if they wanted to do that yeah although then again like you never know like some fans will probably be like why did you just stop doing that and not say it and like yeah so i suppose they're just trying to keep everyone happy but like yeah it is what it is. Yeah, whatever. Not a big deal at all. But uh, what we're what we are talking about is a big deal. So, Katie, what is this week's big deal? This week, everyone, we will be talking about an abduction, but not just any abduction. We'll be delving into the taking of Michael Jordan by Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes in an attempt to get him to help them play and defeat the Nerdlucks, a criminal alien group led by none other then swack hammer so evan what is your history with space jam uh so space jam was definitely had it on vhs definitely watched it repeatedly thought it was the best movie i'd ever seen in my life and then bro- probably bro- more than likely broke the vhs <laughs> because i watched it so many times and i was just obsessed with looney tunes and i still love looney tunes um yeah just have watched it again and again and again probably watched it to death and it is just like, it is just like something I stick on every once in a while. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's kind of my history with it. But I've always been a huge fan of this movie. So what's your history with Space Jam? Yeah, mine is, Um, I can't like specifically remember the first time I watched it. But like when I grown up again, I was a huge Looney Tunes fan, specifically mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny. He was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I loved, loved, loved Looney Tunes so much. So like when I um when I saw them in a movie that like they looked real and like the background wasn't a cartoon and yeah, it was just like I was like, oh my god, like there he is. Like, and um it was just yeah, so I just remember watching it so much as a child like that, but uh I don't know how because I definitely did not have it on VHS. Yeah. And then I didn't watch it for a long, long time up until recent. Mm. And I'll get more into that later. Okay, so I'm going to recap uh, Space Jam. Are we ready? We are ready. 
So the film opens with a young Michael Jordan uh, playing basketball in his back garden in the summer of 1973. His dad sees him outside and wants to bring him inside. So Michael shares that he wants to go to North Carolina and get into the NBA and then eventually play baseball. He makes one more shot and we get a montage of Michael's life and career. So present day, after present day after the montage, Michael announces his retirement from basketball and, and is going to move on to baseball. So up in space in the theme park, Moron Mountain, uh, a child says the theme park stinks and Swack Hammer, the theme park owner, uh, sees sees this and tells the nerd looks uh, that they need to switch things up. So he sits on the remote and it brings up Looney Tunes cartoons. So he gets the idea to bring the Looney Tunes to the theme park and sends the and sends the nerd looks on a mission. On Earth, Michael Jordan is playing baseball and it's not going well. They lose the game, but Michael gets praise. Stan Podolak, Michael's new assistant, shows up. The spaceship drives by and the nerd looks make their way to Looney Tune Land. Michael is running away from Elmer. Uh, sorry, Bugs is running away from Elmer Fudd and Elmer gets crushed by the spaceship. The aliens meet Bugs. He tricks them and they shoot him with space ray guns. So they want they want to take them to Moron Mountain. So Stan drives Michael home and he pleads with Michael if he needs anything. Charles the dog jumps on Michael. The dog gets pulled off Michael. The kids baseball team gets out of the car and, and his kids and his wife arrive home. So in the kitchen, Michael is doubting his choice to play baseball. The kids are watching TV and they are talking about Michael on the news. Jeff, his son, offers advice and Michael changed the channel to a Roadrunner cartoon. So Porky Pig stops the cartoon and the tunes head to a meeting at the town hall. The tunes gather for a meeting and Daffy arrives in a tell. The mini monsters tell the Looney Tunes they are all they are all their prisoners, which is met with laughter. So once Yosemite Sam is shot with a ray gun, the tunes surrender. Uh, Bugs hands them a book saying they need to defend themselves. The tunes come up with a plan to challenge the monsters. Uh, they take their sides into consideration and the nerd looks are challenged to basketball. They don't know what this is and they watch a movie explaining it. So the nerd looks head to New York City to a basketball game in disguise. The lady beside them thinks they are weird. Uh, one by one, they steal the pl- uh, the talent of five NBA players and play and place it in a basketball. So Michael is watching the news and hearing about these five NBA players. Stan grabs Michael to take him to the ballpark. The five players are saying they can't play. In Looney Tune land, uh, the tunes are preparing for the game. The mini monsters, sorry, the nerd looks, take out the basketball and absorb the talent, getting taller and stronger, turning into the monsters. Bugs realizes they need help. So Michael, Bill Murray, Stan, and another and another guy are playing golf. It's Michael's turn to tee. Little does he know, Bugs is helping him get a hole in one. Michael is preparing to take a picture of him getting the ball taken out of the hole, and he gets sucked into Looney Tunes land. Michael lands, and he meets Bugs Bunny. Bugs kisses Michael, and the tunes all run to greet him. Bugs explains uh, about the aliens and that they need his help. Stan stares down the golf hole and Bill Murray leaves. The tunes take Michael to the gym and it's a mess. The tunes all spit shine the place and Taz manages to spruce it up. The monsters show up and challenge Michael, but he refuses. The monsters play ball with uh, Michael as the ball. They call Mike. They call Michael wash up and Tweety gets hurt defending him. Michael decides to play basketball. Back on Earth, Charles Barkley passes by a court and plays with some kids and they beat him. The NBA players are all undergoing tests and therapy. Stan is digging up the golf course looking for Michael. So back in Looney Tune land, the tunes all practice basketball and Lola Bunny shows up. Bugs likes her and calls her doll and she shows them how it's done. Michael wants to do some drills, but he needs sneakers. Michael sends Bugs and Daffy to his house to get his gear. They go separate ways. Daffy gets attacked by the dog and Bugs in the house. 
They look around the house and they wake up his daughter. They rummage around Michael's office. Daffy opens the door to find the dog again. The kids show up and get the shorts for Bugs and Daffy. They tell the kids about the game and swear them to secrecy. So the five NBA players go see a psychic and she tells them about the aliens, Michael and the Looney Tunes. Stan is standing in the middle of a dirty pit as Daffy and Bugs walk by. He follows after them. The tunes are working out and Michael shows up uh, Michael shows up in his basketball gear. He shoots a few hoops and Stan shows up. Stan wants to help and Michael sits in with, with Granny. At a press conference, at a press conference, the basketball season has been cancelled. Back in Looney Tunes, the big game is about to begin. The Toon Squad are getting ready to go. The Toon Squad are brought out one by one. Swathammer is watching the game. The Monsters are brought out. The game begins. The Monsters are in the lead. Halftime. Halftime is now. The teams go back to their locker rooms. Swathammer is uh, waiting on the Monsters. Stan is listening from the locker and realizes they stole the talent of the NBA players. Swathammer smells Stan and they zap him. He shows up in the Toon Squad locker room and tells him the Monsters stole the talent of the NBA players. Michael gives an inspiring speech and Bugs tells him about Michael's secret stuff in his water bottle. They pass it around and head back out. The game is back on and the Toon Squad are pulling out all the stops to win. Swalkhammer says that Michael Jordan is the one he wants for more on Mountain. They make a deal. The Toon Squad win, the NBA players get their talent back. If the Monsters win, Michael will go to Moron Mountain. So the game is back on. Bug saves Lola from almost getting crushed. She kisses him as a thank you. Michael calls for a timeout. Michael tells him that the secret stuff was just water. So Michael sends Stan in. Stan goes in and gets crushed. The paramedics blow Stan up and he deflates like a balloon. Bugs explains there's no logic in Looney Tune Land. Marvin tells Michael that they need a fifth player and Bill Murray shows up. The Tune Squad huddle and Michael says he's going to score the winning basket. Daffy and Bill talk and they come up with a plan for one of the monsters. Michael uses the loony logic uh, of stretching to score the winning basket. The Toon Squad have won the game. Michael says Bill Murray could play basketball, but Bill is retiring from basketball. Swathammer is giving out to the Monsters. Michael tells him they don't need to take his crap, and they realize they are, for once, are bigger than him and send him back to Moron Mountain. The Monsters give the talent back, and they shrink back down. They want to stay in Looney Tune land. Uh, Stan reminds him of the time, uh, of the time, and Michael hands him the talent ball. Michael says goodbye to the Looney Tunes. Uh, Bugs kisses Lola. Michael arrives to the basketball game in a spaceship. Stan walks out first and introduces Michael. Michael is in his baseball uniform and the crowd cheers. The five NBA players are sitting in the gym when Stan and Michael show up. Michael gives the players their talent back. The players ask him to play, but they don't think he can play anymore. Michael ends up back in the NBA. Bill Murray is sad that he's not in the NBA. Michael plays another game and that is the end of Space Jam. So let's get into a discussion. Space Jam 1996. Yes. The year we also came out. <laughs> Into the world. The world. <laughs> yeah, we're the same age as Space Jam. I know, it's annoying. <laughs> Is it? Kind of. I think it's kind of cool. Okay, well what do you have to say about Space Jam other than the fact that we're the same age? I, I, like, I mean, that's a pretty good point that we're the same age as Space Jam. And yeah, and we're still talking about it, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And like, we obviously didn't see it when it came out. So it wasn't like, it was like we were talking about Spider-Man when we remembered that like it came out. Yeah, yeah. We, we were, you know, after the fact, like, um, mm. and we're still sitting here talking about it because 
we'll get into the other bit later on. But um, yeah, I just think it's mad. But um, for me, definitely it was the first kind of like genre of film that had like CGI in it that I can remember. Yeah. Like it was the first one where I go, that's not real. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, but that's real people, but they're not real, but they're in the thing together. And it was definitely the first movie that I kind of like was like, like push the boundaries for me, I suppose. Yeah. Because I was probably realistically about four or five the first time I saw it. And it was definitely like, I'd say in my cousin's house, he probably had it on the TV or something. And I was like, whoa, what's happening? Um, Because as I said, I've I've always been quite like Looney Tunes. When I was watching this movie back, like I got so nostalgic. And I like I really remembered how much Looney Tunes was actually such a big part of the 90s. Yeah, no, it was. This would have been a really big time for Looney Tunes. Yeah, and like, I don't believe well, I've never been to Livy Valley, but I was going to say, I don't know if you remember the shop, but I don't like, anyway, no. there was a Warner Brothers shop in Liffey Valley. Oh my God. Yeah, like up until I was probably about seven or eight and um, they had like a big huge spaceship in it, like uh, you know, a Looney Tunes spaceship, and like you could get inside it, and it was like a Disney store before Warner Bros. Yeah, we need to bring that back. Jo- it was in, Liv- it was just in Liffey Valley, like it was so random, but I remember it so well. And like, um, you know, Bugs Bunny, like, and Tweety Bird and mm. Daffy Duck, they were like, they are my trio, they are my like, I'm picking them to fight like I love them all so much even though tweet wouldn't do much but anyway like so to see all like this the characters I would have watched so much in this concept when I was younger like it was just really mind blowing to me yeah what did you want to hang out with them yeah what did you think of it watching it back I mean it's not a great film no, it's not. Like, it's a bit of fun. Like, and I think that was a bit of the, ish- the issue that people like. I, I, have you seen the sequel? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. I really enjoyed the sequel. I did too. Like, I it's think just a bit of fun. Movie. But so many people took it so seriously because they have such a connection with the original. And I'm just like, lads, you can't take this seriously. No. It's Michael Jordan playing basketball with the Looney Tunes. Like, it's say that out loud. That's r- the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard. It's just peak 90s. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan was like at the, the peak of its career mm. and or like, you know, like really big anyway. And mm. the Looney Tunes were really big. Like the NBA was thriving. It still is. But like, you know what I mean? Back then in the 90s, like basketball was like big, 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 big. And um, like this movie is just so 90s coded. It is. But it's also nice to look back on and, like, remember and stuff. Yeah. I don't like, though, that in both movies, uh, Lola Rabbit was just sexualized. No, the second one, she's not really. No, but I mean by the public. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> Not the movies. The, the I just mean like after the fact. Yeah, no, um, that's really, really weird. It is really strange. Now, in the movie, well, like in Space Jam 1996, she kind of is. In 2021, not so much. Now, I, I do definitely agree. But, like, it's just weird, like, when you see just men. Oh, my God. Into it, man, like, advertising a cartoon bunny. Yeah. He was, like, probably a teenager because, like, just because of the way. It's like a Betty Boop thing. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Mm. Weird. Really weird. Weird scenarios, but um, who was your favorite Looney Tune in this movie? In this movie, oh, mm. so mm. not in general, but who like did you love like in this? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Um, I really love Daffy. I have to say Daffy. I was gonna say Daffy. He is the best. <laughs> Daffy's brilliant in this film. And like I will say I did I used to love Daffy Duck when I was younger as well. But when I was watching it back, I was just like, Daffy stole the show in this one. Yeah. MVP. <laughs> um, but it definitely like it's a it's a film that's still like fun for all the family. Yeah. And you know, like like a grandparent and a grandchild can watch it or a parent and a child or siblings or cousins or like, you know, definitely not a movie that like in the future, if my child's like, can we watch Space Jam? I'd be like, oh, of course, like whatever. I'd be like, yeah, come on, let's sit down and I'll happily watch it with them. Mm. But um, I don't think it's a movie I'll watch off of my own accord again. Yeah. Um. But it's definitely a fun one. Do you know when you just like you have one of those days and the weather's crap and you want to watch something, but like you don't want to watch that too serious and you mm-hmm. don't really want any kind of like thought process. Just throw on Space Jam, either of them, but specifically the 1996 one, because I, the 2021 one kind of like pulled on my heartstrings a little. Yeah. Because. Uh-huh. At the end. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. When I was watching that, I was like, oh, this is a bit too much for me now. Bring back the 1996 one where they're just, like, having fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember that, actually. Um, I remember being really hyped when the Space Jam New Legacy was coming out. remember getting yeah. a few bits from it. Uh, I think it was, Bert, was it? No, Pull and Bear. Pull and Bear had the Space Jam collection. Paul and Bear have great like animated stuff. Like yeah, Paul and Bear had the Space Family Legacy collection, and I think I got loads of it for that. And I wore them to the movie. Went opening day, had to be there. And yeah, was, we're living life. <laughs> we're living large. I didn't see it in the cinema, and I am, I am kind of not regretful, but like bit missed. Yeah, yeah. I suppose like I think it's something I would have like if they replay it. In the cinema, I'll go and see. Go one hundred percent. Yeah, but um, I think I told you this story last week, <laughs> but I'll say it here again. Um, a few weeks ago, Kevin's nephew was over, and Kevin walked into the sitting room, and he was just sitting there watching Space Jam: New Legacy. Yeah. Kevin was like, "Oh, are you watching Space Jam?" And his nephew was like, "Yeah, I don't really like it." <laughs> 
it's like what you're watching it for <laughs> i just didn't want to change the channel off, like, yeah. i don't know what what was going on that channel obviously was like would kids yeah do kids get space jam now that's the thing i don't think that, like i don't think I... it resonates well with this generation no. no i don't think so too they're probably like what why are these cartoon characters playing basketball like yeah it makes no sense but obviously for us Mm. um we remember the characters so we see it just as a film that like our favorite characters were in some other people see it as like their favorite athletes are in it and stuff like that whereas kids nowadays it's definitely like new legacy definitely came out for the Adults that were kids when Space Jam came out to show yeah. their kids Space Jam, but not make them be subjected to the 1996 one. Yeah. Well, the whole kind of franchise, it's the concept is came from a Nike commercial. Yes. Yeah, so it was Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes in a Nike commercial, and then they were like, let's turn this into a movie. Yeah, I remember that. I remember hearing about that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> The fact that <laughs> look, the that fact... must have done really well. It must, yeah, it must have sold, must have sold lots of shoes. But this—that's what Space Jam is. Space Jam is one big ad. Because remember when Stan knocks on Michael Jordan's door, and Michael Jordan had all those endorsement deals. He's like, "Put on your Nikes, eat some Wheaties. We're gonna go for a Big Mac and whatever." Blah blah. blah. Like it was like, okay, yeah. right, get it all in here. The product placement was real. Mm. Well, not placement, like even just like speaking about it, like, you know, putting the specific brands in your brain. I'll never forget when I first learned about product placement and then movies just weren't the same anymore. Yeah, no, ruined it. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think so. yeah. Yeah, I just remember when I learned that, like, you know, if you can only see one brand and every other like bottle on a shelf doesn't have a brand then it's like product placement and it's just like a brand selling an ad in something you're consuming and just for some reason that never really sat right with me it doesn't yeah it doesn't really now even when i was at the toilet marathon i was like oh jesus christ chevrolet got a big product placement in here because yeah. everyone carries a chevy and then um, <laughs> oh god you're not gonna like this and i'm gonna regret saying this okay but in a scene in one of the after movies, uh, there's a Victoria's Secret pro- product placement on a pair of underwear. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's smart, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Do you know what? I actually have to get That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, obviously, I uh, this movie was very Nike heavy. <laughs> it was. It's very quotable. I actually forgot how quotable it was. It definitely, but that's uh, in personally, in my opinion, I just feel like the Looney Tunes is just quotable though. Yeah, and the oh, characters. Those oh. Taz, the two lines he has. <laughs> was it basketball and uh, lemony fresh? Taz, oh Taz, I love Taz so mm. so much, and I remember my auntie used to have a tattoo of Taz. Yeah, no, yeah. What is it with people and dodgy Looney Tunes tattoos? Yeah, I don't know. She'll kill me for saying this. I won't say which one it was. But <laughs> I just remember it thinking it was so cool that she had Taz, like, tattooed on her and stuff. But, like, I just remember the, like, 
the noise is like obviously me being me like I just used to pretend to be Taz running around the house mm. and um oh I just I just feel so nostalgic when I think about this movie yeah yeah we oh, talked like about then, when Michael lands in Looney Tunes land yeah and he's just like Bugs Bunny like no reaction I know he's just like this is so normal okay let's do this then like what do you need <laughs> do you know if I got taken by Bugs Bunny and I was just in Toonland I'd be like what is going on yeah. like, <laughs> you'd be what? shocked I'd be like did I did I did I do drugs like like I'm like did, is this my fault like what he's just like cool let's go he's just like yeah <laughs> And then the monster shows up. He's like, who are these guys? And you're yeah. like, okay, they are literally giant. I would literally, I I think I would actually go into cardiac arrest. Oh, very funny. Like, oh. I know, I know Michael Jordan's a tall man and all this. But the monsters are huge. Huge. <laughs> very, very huge. Oh, my God. Yeah. And do you know who voices Swackhammer? Danny DeVito. It is Danny DeVito. Yeah. Oh I love so much. I love I feel like I could I could pick that man's name out of anywhere. Yeah. Uh, his voice, sorry. Obviously. Yeah, no, that's true. His voice is just so him and Robin Williams. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. I feel like I could just take I could just pick them out of, out of any crowd ever. Yeah, do you know who I forgot was in this movie? Who? Bill Murray. I forgot Bill Murray was in And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember Michael, the Looney Tunes, the assistant. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Bill Murray's in here. But I just think it's, uh, again, very 90s coded. Yeah. Just to and have then SWAT camera's like, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture because Dan Aykroyd's in Ghostbusters as well. <laughs> oh, no. God. It's- it's really funny like it is it is like as you said it's very quotable and it's just very it's wholesome mm. it's really wholesome like you know they just they're like who's the biggest basketballer we're gonna get him to help us win they help like they all win with like a little bit of trouble in the middle and then and then it's over whereas like the new one has real like deep family coded stuff and like the dad's real busy with work and like the child is like trying to save oh I'm just like just don't yeah matter. no they really leaned into that they were like let's tell a story guys yeah whereas this and is then just... Warner Brothers product placement <laughs> yeah and then this is just like the 1996 one was just like let's sell stuff yeah <laughs> like everything we can imagine and let's just make Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny be team members. Like, just it's like it is a strange movie, as in to think it just it came from a TV ad. Yeah, for shoes. For shoes, and then they're like, "Oh, we can make this into a movie," and then they just make like such like an iconic, strange movie. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so weird. Because it is weird, isn't it? It's so bizarre. 
you're just watching like a load of cartoon. Like I know I keep saying this, but like I just can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, it's such a. It's like um, when it wasn't really the first of its kind. There was that was Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but it was uh, it was the first like for our kind of generation. I was literally about to say that. Like, obviously, it wasn't the first for its kind, but it was the first one we would have seen and we would have understood. Yeah. Oh my god, very funny. Don't what does Lola say? Don't ever call me doll. Don't don't call me doll ever yeah. again or something like that. Yeah, and then Daff, when they're going to get the shorts from Michael Tess, they were like, Daffy and books are talking about uh, not getting residuals for all the merchant merchandise. <laughs> I mean, they're smart men. Smart men. And then remember when they go to the and the dog attacks Daffy twice, but the second time he attacks him, he's like, the dog is giant. Yes. Because why not? <laughs> and then the, the other quote, uh, you guys have the special stuff inside all of you all along. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, mm, okay. <laughs> it's like, is that meant to be a touching moment? That's really weird. Yeah, it is weird, but it's also trying to be like, like, what's the word? Inspirational, but it's also yeah. like, um. Um, really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay home and bake cookies with you. Very funny. It is a funny, funny, funny film. Like, um, there's another one. Where's the other quote gone? I had it written down. Um, oh, yeah. What's going on here? Why, Michael, I thought you'd never ask. You see, these aliens come from outer space and they want to make us slaves in their team park. Yeah, but I'm a baseball player now. Right. And I'm a Shakespearean actor. I'm a Shakespearean actor, and then he takes it to school. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to try start doing impressions now <laughs> because it just wasn't going to work. But it's just so funny. Like, I definitely have Space Jam merch somewhere. Oh my God, I have, I'm looking at my wall. I have all my pop figures. I have Bugs Bunny dressed as Superman. Oh. I have, oh, I remember I got Sylvester and um, Tweety in their uniforms, but together. And the tweet oh. is so cute, he's so tiny. And then Daffy is in his little suit. And then I've oh, definitely got a Space Jam jacket. Merchandise, I swear to God, this film is merchandise heaven. It is merchandise heaven, but like, I also, I do genuinely just think that Looney Tunes is mer- merchandise heaven. Yeah. Bring back the Warner Bros. store. Bring back, just bring back like Tweety Bird. Well, the Warner Bros. store, imagine, like, you get Friends stuff, Looney Tunes. True. But I feel like back in the day, like, like what I can remember was the Warner. It was basically a Looney Tunes store. Well, yeah. But, like, it was, like, peak 90s. It was probably, like, 2000 when I remember it. Mm. Um, But I wonder if I can actually get a picture of the Liffey Valley Warner Bros. store because it was incredible. Like I've seen a statue from the one in New York that was in the World Trade Center um in the 9-11 Museum. Oh. Not to bring it down, but okay, so it comes up on Google Warner Brothers store Liffey Valley. Oh my god. No, it was iconic. Like it's just it's so crazy that is that it? It was just there. 
Um, no. There's definitely. Warner Bros. Oh my god, Studio I'm Star. just after being brought back. See, With the... they need to bring this back. I was just Bugs Bunny. transported Like, back in time with the sweet sand that used to be in the middle of the valley. <laughs> they need to bring this back. Like Looney Tunes, Friends, Harry Potter. Yeah, Like, I'm no. It was absolutely like, I just remember it so, so well. Um, oh, I thought I would die. Yeah, so the Warner Brothers Liffey Valley store closed in 2001, I think. Wow, a long time ago. Or maybe that was all of them closed. Are, are there any still in America? No, not that I know of. Well, the only Okay. one I can think of is the Warner Brothers Studio Store, which is like the gift store at the end of the tour. Yes. So I think they all closed then. But um, it was. Yes. Yeah, the statue. Yeah. Yeah, so that was in the studio. So that must have been the statue that they had. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that looks like the image on that picture it was. Um... Yeah, that's <laughs> a picture of me in beside yeah, the I know. I, I, yeah, I got it. Um, yeah, it was Marvin's Rocket that used to be in the Liffey Valley shop. Stop. I think it was in all of them. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Marvin had his own spin-off show? Pro probably, but no, I actually can't remember off the top of my head. Oh my god, it was iconic. Oh yeah, now I definitely miss the Warner Brothers store now, I won't lie. Oh, bring that back. It was so, so good. Oh my god. No, honestly, bring it back. That's crazy that they I can't believe they all just shut down. No, I can't believe that either. Yeah, because like Bugs Bunny is losing his Times Square home in October in 2001, which is like five years after this movie comes out. Oh my god. No. No, that's actually I need I need a Warner Brothers sore back, please. That would go off now. That honestly would go off. I think it would too. Like, they could definitely do so much with it that they just haven't. Well, um, do you have anything else to say on Space Jam? Um, I feel like I do, but I can't remember now. So I can loop back in if it comes back to me. Right, so I'm going to talk about the success and legacy of Space Jam. So the first Space Jam movie has 43% on Rotten Tomatoes, so sadly it's lower than rent. That's wrong. <laughs> Incorrect, we say. So uh, the movie made $250 million against a budget of $80 million. Uh, got a sequel, Space Jam New Legacy. Um, the film's official website, spacejam.com, created in 1996 alongside promotion of the film, remained unchanged but active for 25 years prior to the release of the film's sequel. An unusual aspect for the two, fi two film promotion, promotion websites, 
Uh, the site was one of the earliest film promotion websites and included a number of uh, unrefined web design facets, such as heavy use of animated GIFs. Uh, while the site content had been moved under Warner Brothers site around 2003, the site's design gained a resurgence of interest around 2010 as an historical artifact of the early days of the web. And Warner Brothers returned to the site spacejam.com to address, address this in response. So in June of 2021, the television film crossover Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans Go See Space Jam, a crossover with Teen Titans Go, aired on Cartoon Network in June 2021. I need to watch that because I love Teen Titans Go. <laughs> and uh, the Space Jam franchise is estimated to have generated over $6 billion in total revenue. This includes a wide variety of merchandise such as Air Jordans, Bugs Bunny t-shirts, Happy Meals, Mugsy Bugs jerseys and Tweety Gowns. Yeah. I can only imagine. Oh my god. Even more than that. Yeah, I have a jacket with all the characters on it. Oh yeah, you do actually. Yeah, I love that jacket. Where did you get that? Oh, I think it was that Pullen Bear or was that ASOS? Oh. One or the other. Cool. Okay, well, Katie, you can take this next one. Okay, well, now, for once, Evan, school is in session. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, are you sure? Yeah, go. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to dive right in. Um, every single one of these questions has multiple choice, so just ask if you need it, okay? Perfect. Um. So, question number one: Where is Michael Jordan when he falls, first gets pulled into the Looney Tunes world? On a golf course. That is correct. Um. Where do the nerd looks live? Moron Mountain. That is also correct. What number is on Michael's jersey? Okay, I'm gonna need multiple choice for that one. Twelve. One, twenty-two, or twenty-three? Twenty-three. Correct. What does Lola Bunny hate being called? Doll. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what colours does Daffy suggest the team wear? His team wear? Oh my God, it's gold, purple and gold, is it? Yep, like the Lakers. Hmm. What sports does Michael do... Michael Jordan leave basketball for? Baseball. Correct. What do the monsters call Michael Jordan to annoy him? Baldy. Correct. And he's like, Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which pro basketball player does not make a cameo in the movie? Okay, I am going to need multiple choice for that. No problem. Charles Barkley, Larry Bird, Patrick Ewing or Magic Johnson? Magic Johnson does not. Correct. What item of clothing does Michael Jordan think is lucky? He's short. Correct. And number 10. What actor voices Mr. Swackhammer? Danny DeVito. Ding, ding, ding. You got 10 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> Oh my god, love that. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. That's two ten out of tens in a row now. Oh yeah. Last week with uh, Michael. I didn't have didn't have a ten out of ten in about two years. <laughs> and we got two in a row. 
Oh, he didn't get no. That was, that was Michael last week. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, like, just the two quizzes in a row. Oh, yeah. Both have gotten 10 out of 10. That's fair. So, next up, we're going to put Space Jam on our pop scale. We rank it out of uh, five based on how much we like it and its place in pop culture. Katie, what do you give uh, Space Jam? I'm going to give it four, like a solid four. Mm. Um, I, I love it. Like, I think it's great. Again, I'm not going to watch it like on a random Tuesday evening, but like, I feel like I will watch it if I need like comfort or I want to show somebody it or like, you know, if someone was like, I haven't seen Space Jam, I'd be like, what are you talking about? We're watching it right now. Because it's iconic and I think it's a rite of passage and everybody needs to watch it at least once. Um, so I'm giving it a solid four. What about you? I'm going to give it a four as well. Okay. I really like it. Um, It's just a comfort favorite that's really, really fun and kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, I mean, it got a sequel in 2021. Um, rumors of a third movie swirling around. Who knows? Oh, they don't need it. They were thinking, you know what they're thinking of? Dwayne no. Johnson. And they're thinking instead of basketball, wrestling. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> I want to see Daphne wrestle. I want to see Daphne wrestle. Women's wrestling is my favorite. Lola. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I meant Lola. I don't know how I thought Daphne. Anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, well, I think it's great. And I own Space Jam merchandise, as I think most people do. And if you don't, you're not human. Or you have at some point in your life. I don't own Space Jam merchandise, but I have a lot of 3 board stuff. Well, that's close enough. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'll give it a 4 out of 5 for Space Jam, if you will. Uh, (laughs) So, thank you. So, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie... What's popping with you? Right, so I've added a new podcast to my list, but mm-hmm. I'd be very grateful. Not grateful, but like happy. Mm-hmm. Celebrity Memorable Club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much. I was only listening to the uh, John Samos one today. <laughs> um, I'm kind of just doing like, I think that's the name anyway, but I'm kind of just yeah. doing like celebrities that like, I really like Force yeah. and then I'll go and listen chronologically. But yeah, I've gotten into them and I only really started last week. So I didn't say it until I knew it was going to stay for a while. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. I really like them. Oh my God, they're so funny. Yeah, they're really funny. So uh, they're popping with me. Um, Bluey. <laughs> oh, Bluey. Bluey. Um, mostly because my dog loves it. But I love that my dog loves it, and it's I we were watching an episode after I finished work today, and it was just really cute. Um, what else is popping with me? Oh yeah, selling sunset. Ah yeah, that's back. Yeah, that's back. So I'm I'm back in my era. I'm only in episode one, so I'm not really in an era, but I'm just mm. uh slowly chipping through that, and then. Nothing else really. All my usual podcasts, but we all know that I'm still reading the Britney book because I read like a two year old child, and yeah, that's it for me. What's popping with you? So we've had the crossover event of the year. <laughs> Sean Evans from Hot Ones has appeared on Chicken Chop Date. Oh yeah, I actually yeah 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 I watched. And Amelia it. from Chicken Chop Date has been on Hot Ones. 
yeah sorry i i for completely forgot about that i have watched both of them as well so that's probably what me too oh my god amazing so good they're incredible oh my god love that absolutely two i was the, just... two of the best interviewers two of, they're two of the biggest interviewers as well and yeah and best personally in my opinion yeah interviewing each other in their own formats oh my god it's amazing isn't it? it's so good it's actually incredible i can i can't believe i completely forgot about the that. chicken chopped eight one when he puts the chili sauce on and then it's like the the like music and stuff yeah oh uh, and then he's like that's spicy she's like really you really are. <laughs> so funny. um have you tried that x what is it the bomb sauce have i tried it i have a bottle of have you tried it though yeah i brought it to my family's house for christmas and we all tried it with crackers is it like insane? Like it's really spicy, but like it's grand. Now I haven't eaten it on a chicken wing. Probably on a wing, yeah. But it must be different because like, it's like cooked into it and it's all like cold. Like we've just had mm. like dabs of it on crackers. Like, but I'm also <laughs> Kevin likes to call me <laughs> a sadist when it comes to spice because I. The reason I'm, I, I have to, did I tell you I'm not allowed to eat spicy food for a yeah, while? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So basically I'm on a spice ban because I eat so much of it. Like, because my body can just personally handle it really well. Mm. Like I will think things are hot and spicy, but like, I don't like have the visceral reaction that most people have. Like just it, it, I don't know. So I thought it was fine, but like it is definitely definitely a spicy 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 sauce yeah but that that's a really like fun crossover um of the year uh new book on the horizon the inheritance games first one in the series um really good it's giving knives out meats ready or not and that's my bag okay so katie where can the people find us People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. You can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts and a little rating and a comment on Spotify if you so wish. And if your family and friends have any podcasts they need to listen they if your family and friends need new podcasts to listen to, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Okay, so that was our episode on Space Jam and you will hear from us next week. Goodbye.